Welcome back to the most stimulating, sh- horrible, shitty-ass <laughs> fucking hour-plus of your life. Hosted by two fat dudes who are going to talk to you and, and, and make love to your minds and ears. Ear fucking... This might be... Uh, this might be my last podcast. So this this could why this could, why might this be your last? Because I'm going to Mexico in less than like 24 hours. <laughs> what did you find out about? So let me let me lay let me lay all the story real quick so people can understand. Mike is going to Mexico in less than 24 hours because his friend Jay, who manages Post Malone, is uh, getting married over there. So it's going to be a big rock star wedding at this hotel in Mexico. Uh, I think it's a Shabla Maramo. Uh, anything I'm doing or going to, I cannot pronounce pr- properly. And so. it's over there. Uh, it's over near Cancun. I'm the Hablo freaking Beldero. I don't know. I don't know where the fuck I'm staying. Well, I have well, I have here. links. So he's I have he's photos. Going there, he's going there for this wedding, and uh, he flies out Thursday morning. Uh, but let me kind of so basically tomorrow, which it'll be Wednesday. It's technically Wednesday here in like 30 minutes. Well, let me kind of sum up why Mike's stressing out. Uh, he's flying by himself internationally. He's never, you know, he's never gone anywhere international by himself. No, and he's flying international by himself. Uh, and- However, I have flown all around America by myself, but very, very few times. And it's been a very long time. And nowadays you've kind of got to the point where like spoiled. Yeah. Spoiled to the fact that like. You know, like you're not used to doing all this. Stuff you by get yourself. a plane flight. You get a trip to fucking here, there, everywhere. Well, besides this, Courtney's supposed to go with Mike, but here's here's the troubling scenario. Mm-hmm. Courtney doesn't have a passport. So, and for two years now, we've been telling Courtney get a passport. Get a passport I, li- get a passport. I think the the second time she sucked my dick, I was like, listen, bitch, if you, if you're gonna be dating my fucking ass, you better get a passport, player, because <laughs> I'm finna go places, and then the whole world shut down. Yeah. Well, now Courtney is passportless. So we had to schedule an appointment for Courtney to get a passport. And when she had to schedule to the passport agency in Miami, it's the only place you can get the same-day passport. However, you have to go the week pretty much of your flight. Before, it used to be like you had two weeks. Yeah, you had two weeks. Upon your flight booked, your your, your flight out. Your flight was two weeks away. You could go to Miami and get the passport. Same day. Yeah, now you have to go the week of. And because of COVID... They're limiting the amount of people who come into the office. So we couldn't get her a, a, a appointment to get her passport until the day of, of the actual the fucking flight. fucking flight. So on February 10th, Courtney Mother has, an 8, she has an 8 a.m. appointment at the passport office in Miami. Then she has to drive back to Orlando and catch a 9 p.m. flight to Cancun. My bitch is going to be left in America, and I'm going to go to fucking Mexico by my goddamn self, and I fucking extended the trip for fucking Valentine's Day because we were supposed to leave on Sunday, well, we but could, I like, was like, Valentine's Day's here. Last year, I took you to McDonald's. I'm a fucking a little blessing, and actually, technically, this kind of marks our, our, our two-year anniversary, so I'm, I'm killing all kinds of birds with one stone, but one panicking. Mexican stone. You're panicking. Yeah, because... I don't want to fucking even fly to Atlanta without a partner, a friend, a homie, my babysitter, Miguel, my daddy, my papa. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, man. This has been like the most stressful couple weeks for me because everything keeps changing. Mike keeps getting stressed out. Uh, and then this is what you guys don't know about Mike. Mike would never be like, let's cancel this trip. But, oh, if, I, but if I was that's like, what you think. no, if I was like, Mike, I think we got to cancel this trip. He'd cancel it and then blame it. Be like, you know, we canceled because of you. Yeah, you said you wanted to cancel. So yep. Mike's always waiting for one of us to come up with the idea to not do something. I'm blaming it on somebody. Yeah, so he could blame it. Those so, goddamn Mexicans fucked up my whole life. 
And then uh, to add to it, yesterday Mike found out that the second hotel he'll be staying at when him and Courtney are on their own little own vacation. Oh, my God. Uh, just, I just found this out yeah, yesterday. Well, yes. It just had... Uh, a, a cartel assassination of two Canadian no tourists no in deal. the hotel. And then I was going to tell him, like, Mike, that happened a long time ago. No, it happened last week. <laughs> I was like, oh. But it is a really dope-ass, all-inclusive hotel, though. It is. I mean, if I was the rest of my life, this would be the hotel to go to. Like, it even includes murder. Like, it's got everything included. You know they're going to charge you. Oh, sorry, you uh, you soiled the sheets when that cartel guy came on a jet ski, <laughs> kicked in your fucking balcony door. We're going to have to charge your... Uh, that's some accidentals. Here's my concern. Like, uh, Courtney is super sex trafficable. Oh, 100%. Like, She's like, not even going to make it. She, oh, hold on. Let's tell them this. Courtney's never even really technically left Florida. She, like... She I went think, to Tennessee once. When she was, like, a real tiny kid. She's you know? never... The first time she went to the airport is months ago when you took her there and flights got canceled. You were going to fly to, like, Dallas. Yeah, so she's never actually been on a physical plane. She doesn't understand. I, like, the best part is she keeps – I keep referring to your checked bag, and she, she goes, what the, what the fuck do you mean checked bag? And I was like, My oh, girlfriend man. has been fucking definitely, definitely uh, – she hasn't been of any privilege, okay? Uh-uh. That's like – like, here's one time we had uh, – My girlfriend was working at Wendy's a couple years ago. Yeah, she won the Scally Lottery, and she it was did. a scratch-off. She didn't Scalawag Lottery. But uh, this reminds me of – so You won. You guys, if you guys are familiar with Daddy Longneck, Daddy Longneck came here a couple times, and one time he flew on his own with his cousin. He used to come with like a management group, but one time he flew here on his own with his cousin, and we, uh, we, we, he we, probably we, wasn't even really his cousin. Yeah, and they were coming here to do uh, to hang out for the Halloween party. Hey man, it's my cousin. Well, I'm on the phone with him, and I'm like, "Hey man, I'm coming to pick you up. Where you at?" He's like, "I'm in Orlando," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, man. But what uh, what what airline did you fly?" the one that go to orlando and i was like what terminal are you in he's like hold on hold on orlando airport and i'm like bro what terminal are you at and he's like terminally ill yeah Yeah, i got that too he's like i'm (laughs) just joking just joking long neck i love you dog he goes hold on man i'm gonna put my cousin on the phone and i was like all right cool man maybe this motherfucker you know and then his cousin's like hey I left my driver's license on the plane. Can you call the plane? <laughs> so that's Courtney. Yeah, so now we're sending Courtney to Mexico. And she was going to be spoiled. She was going to fly JetBlue, which is a nice airline. But because I had to cancel that flight because her appointment for her uh, you know, passport was the same day. Now, now she has to go international on Frontier. Ooh. Yeah. Man. Sky Uber. Like, in the middle of your flight, they're like, hey, man, we got to swing back by my house. I don't think the plane even stops. They need to just throw your ass out the back and fucking, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot my peanuts. The fucking co-pilot and the pilot getting a fucking fist fight in the middle of it. Oh, shit, man. Listen, I no, I know we kind of, you know, fucking jazzing up, but no, I'm seriously definitely low-key stressed because... What are, what are, what are, what are, I haven't been to Mexico. What are some of your big stresses? Yeah. I probably... Sh- I mean, you would think a guy who... I, I've been to the Bahamas... Okay, which I didn't really that didn't really count because I I went by ship and I was you know with Post Malone and Cardi B and all these the baby and all these other motherfuckers and shit. It was it was like a soul cruise. It was fun. It was it, it didn't feel like I was really like out of the country, you know, whatever. And then I went to Canada and you know I drove across that. That, that definitely scared me. I was at the fucking the Canadian uh, border for four hours being interrogated. That was definitely scary. Uh, one of the guys that came with us. Uh, 
I had just found out he actually got arrested for murder at one point, but he, he didn't kill nobody. He just, you know, those fucking those fucking records that 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 word gets wrote on your on your fucking record What's and just kind of stay there. Yeah, and doesn't help if you're bald and uh, giant and covered in face tattoos. That definitely kind of goes along with the stigmatism of murder. I'm going to tell you this though. Uh, when you're covered with face tattoos in America, you could still be a complete pussy. When you go to Mexico and run into someone covered with face tattoos, they're not like really popular on fucking IG and they thought it would be cool to put a face tattoo on. When they've got a Virgin Mary crying on the side of their face and seven doves on the other side and some shit written in Latin, it's not because this dude's like, oh man, I bet you all the chicks at the fucking, at the coffee shop I go to will cream when they see me. Yeah, so... Mexico. I fly into Cancun. I'm going to have... Which Cancun is, is, other than the fact that we just found out that the cartel did drive-bys on jet skis, which, after you get over the fact that you're like, oh, that's horrible, that's probably the coolest fucking drive-by you've ever heard of. I, I, my, just on wave runners and fucking... And I bet, too, like, they didn't have them, so they had to go to, like, a place and rent them. And they're like, how long do you need them for? Like, eight minutes, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, I would tell i was telling my fucking instagram and, and um fucking snapchat followers i was like hey i'm going to cancun then i'm going to the riviera mayan and the tum tum uh tumla what's it called tumla tulum 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 and um they're like oh shit not a good time to go my partner and they're sending me links of <laughs> Fucking tourist head gets chopped off, left on. No fucking. one is chopping your fucking giant head off. <laughs> and one of those fucking Aztec in fucking Mayan motherfuckers that come from the beheading ceremony from the fucking Inchin Chinchu fucking yeah. temple, whatever the fuck it's called. They come down there and Chichen chop. Itza? They're gonna worship my head. Wait, 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 did you call it Inchin Chinchu? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce none like of that were, fucking it Mexican like, shit. It sounded like you were sneezing. Chichu. Hey, no, hey, no disrespect, Mexico, but I, I can't pronounce all your bullshit. So I. It's a lot of shit to fucking keep up with. Low key, I'm afraid of things for you because I looked at the restaurant you're staying oh, at and it only has like super fancy food. Yeah. And I was like, yo, he's not going to eat for three days. Yeah. It's like a fat camp in Mexico. It's fat camp spring break. I was reading the menu and they were like, Chef Pablo Teajo cooks his amazing mole I'm out. made with oxtail, fresh vegetables, <laughs> corn tortilla. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> on the phone with them and I'm like, can I Amazon use some sour cream? And, and macaroni be, yeah. and flour tortillas. It's my like friend. it's got nothing but five star chefs, and Mike's gonna be over there. Like, do you have some butter and some cheese? I'm gonna go to Swing by Taco Bell and give me a thousand of uh, fucking mild packets <laughs> and just line my coat with fucking Taco Bell sauce and just drink it. Oh man! And then another thing I'm a little concerned about is the first day you get there, you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've all never seen all day, all night guys, by myself. Guys, when Mike is by, so like when Mike's by himself here, he'll start texting motherfuckers. Just I'd be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" Like he'll go down the list. If you ever got a text by Mike, you're like, "Mike's never texted before," and you got a text on Saturday telling about what are you doing? It's because he's alone in his room watching Ancient Aliens. And Lonely he's nervous. as fuck. <laughs> com. You, I'm definitely. You think you think because uh, all the people from the wedding get in Thursday. Mike gets in way earlier than them. Everybody else is getting in that evening. So Mike's gonna have like five, six hours to himself in Mexico in a dope ass hotel. But with and hopefully food- no prostitutes show up <laughs> to my fucking hotel, Stephen, <laughs> Chris, Miguel. I just members. want a foot rub. <laughs> members, what's the name of the hotel I'm staying at? Can can you? I, I posted the. It's chop. It was it Chable Maroma. 
Chable Ramona? No. It's My Sharona. Uh, (laughs) Taxi driver, take me to the My Sharona, please. My Sharona. Goddamn gringo, I'm going to hustle him. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get... I was watching this travel couple that live in Mexico for the last couple of years, and they were... Uh, like I, When I go to any place, especially internationally, which I've only done a few times, I engulf myself into the culture of YouTube editorials. <laughs> I'm like, must find out the, the scams and the hustles. And a lot of the hustles were uh, very, very fucking easily done... You know, fucking giving what? giving you fucking demands and then basically trying to punk you. What scam do you think you would fall for that you know? Because I know. I would have fell for every one of these fucking scams that I watched on YouTube. And it wasn't just one dimension. I know what you're thinking. No, there was a bunch of fucking people saying the same shit. Do not use the taxi drivers when you leave the airport. Because they will fucking straight up fucking hustle the shit out of you. Once you're in town, you're good. But leaving the airport... There was rented car hustles, like some guy walking up to you in a uniform with a clipboard and hands you a phone. And it's like, oh, I, we, heard, we heard like the person that counters in on these hustles. Like they were like, oh, sorry, we don't have your car here. Uh, sorry. Come uh, with me to this alley. I think we got it behind the building. Yeah. And then, and then there's like you, one where they damage the car. So I've got a private. After. Well, I've got a private car waiting for you when you land. But here's the deal. He says that. We'll if see. you see three people holding signs with your name on it, just come back home. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't choose which one's not the fucking uh, dude who's going to scam you. Everyone's like, do not go to any ATMs unless it's connected physically to the bank. I said when I was when I was staying over there in Cancun, I went to it. I went to go to the ATM in the hotel. And one of the hotel guys was like standing by the ATM. He's like, no, 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 because they had just found a skimmer on it. Because oh, the hotels don't fuck. want the hotels want you to have the best vacation ever. They don't want you fucking having a problem. So they 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 catch a skimmer on it and they're good to go. But anywhere else is just like any tourist town, you know. Like like if you go if you go to their fucking flying J, you know, uh, and you go use, all bets yeah, are off. Yeah. Uh, what was the other scams that I heard? Uh, they'll add shit on your bill. That one's a big one in like tourist places, and I've I've even seen that shit here. When I, I can't even working. read that shit in English, Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna you might as well just fucking be on Facetime with the whole time translating. This and is shit. what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm put gonna my do. phone in the put my phone in my mouth. I'll go you're to you're just the, gonna be talking out of my fucking I'll giant go to the, mouth. I'll go to the beach here. And just sit on the beach, and that'll be my vacation. But with the, with the tablet open, FaceTime you. I'll bring like a scally with me, and then I'll be like, "Hey, babe, this is our Mexican adventure." Yeah, uh, it's like it's like we're playing a VR game. Babe, it's the metaverse. It's my, this fat dude goes to Mexico by himself. You're like my video game character. You're my avatar. I'm like, no, make it right. Turn over there. Fight, fight that guy. Fight him, fight him. <laughs> I'm just gonna stick Pick an iPad up. on my face and put a hoodie on and fucking just walk around with a duct taped iPad on my face. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Um, and, and then here's the thing. So you get in at 11 o'clock in the morning, guys. He gets in 11 o'clock in the morning to Cancun, gets to his hotel about The My 12. Sharona? Yeah, the My Sharona. Uh, and then Courtney gets in at 11 o'clock at night after being in Miami all day getting her passport. And hopefully Steven hasn't sent a bunch of Mexican prostitutes to my hotel just to massage my feet, of course. Those terminals, those long walks. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, Courtney! I had no clue that she wasn't a massage therapist. But now it makes sense because when she was sucking my dick, I was like, this is a whole other massage. I did not see this in the foot massage pamphlet and the fucking lobby. Uh, I did find some random Snapchat follower who said he is definitely fucking gonna be there at the same place at the same time. 
So I might just be hanging out with any motherfuckers. Like, I- oh yeah, your lonely ass is literally going to be hanging out with any. You're gonna meet some like fucking tourists that are staying at the My Sharona, and uh, you're gonna be doing. You're not even gonna having fun. You just don't want to be alone. The first fucking the first Floridian that I meet in fucking Mexico, I'm like, nah, y'all staying with me. <laughs> Like I'm, a, I'm gonna fucking hold them down. <laughs> I'm gonna kidnap some American Floridians and tell them they gotta hang out with me all weekend. I do. Uh, like I said, Cordy's gotta get into because she's got a private car coming for her too. She's got. What, what's the not, bets on her actually getting there to Mexico yeah. on on Thursday? I'm giving her fifty fifty. On Friday, a hundred percent. Because here's what she has to like, do: she has to drive to Miami four hours from Orlando. Yes, and then hopefully. Get into the godforsaken DMV fucking sack of shit U.S. government Miami ridden fucking passport office. Yes. Go through all that bullshit. Hope to God. She has the, the first ladies- appointment of the day. Yeah, right. She we'll has see. the first appointment of the day. Then, then she's got to drive four hours back, get on a plane to fly to Mexico. If she even makes it to her plane, if she even actually gets like to Mexico, and then. She hasn't been watching none of these YouTube videos with me. And the bitch ain't taking it serious because she's about to get hustled every which way. She's, I better I better fucking just have one good last night with her tomorrow because she ain't making it to Mexico. And I'm going to be in fucking Mexico by my damn self, lonely as fuck, hot and horny, and I heard the weather is supposed to get cold there. Fuck. It's cold as fuck in Florida right now. What is this? It's, it's been raining and cold as fuck. It's like Seattle weather here right now. Yeah, it's fucking, it's it's definitely grunge music weather right now. I'm trying to be in a goddamn Corona commercial down there. I'm trying to fucking put my feet in the sand. Toes fucking, in the water. Trying to do some fucking sand. dress up like some Mayan Aztec in fucking oh, warriors guys, and shit. Go so splunking. The best part was uh, like two weeks ago, we went we went looking for suits for Mike for mexico and oh, for man. everything and uh so when mike puts on clothes that feels tight on him you can see he gets anxiety like oh he, yeah like one time he had he had uh, these boots stuck on his feet and he was freaking Ooh, out freaking like out. i literally heard him yelling Mug out! if i had a chance <laughs> i would have cut them right out of my fucking feet <laughs> watching him put on these pair of white pants for this white suit that we were looking at for he kind of got stuck in them and he was like out it's like this colonel sanders fucking white suit and then he got stuck in his pants for a second and i just look at him and it's it's the helpless look of like a coyote caught in a trap and yeah just like exactly he was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Look at him, he's getting stressed but, but good thing i'm bringing my colombian medellin fake wallet with me well, tell me about your fake wallet which i think is ridiculous but so, tell me about your fake wallet. i haven't been quite uh, a, a world traveler like you miguel i know you've been wh- where have you been miguel oh man like all over europe uh south america Mexico, Canada, the, the like the Caribbean islands, um, north like northern Africa. Okay, so a few yeah. more places than me. Okay, you got you got me beat on the Canada, Bahamas, and technically we went to Colombia together. We went to Colombia together. It was a good time. So basically, what I'm saying is I'm, I'm not an international traveler like you quite yet. Uh, I'm getting it, baby. However, I did. I do have. If y'all want to uh, follow my TikTok for new travel tips, I just made a fucking TikTok. We'll talk about that later. Um, I I bring this little shitty wallet with me, and I got a fucking uh, a fucking an old like expired credit card in there from someone that left it at a party. <laughs> it's not even your credit card. Yeah, of course not. I don't want them to know my name. <laughs> and then uh, I I have fucking two dollars, two U.S. dollars in there, <laughs> and I got a driver's license. It's like one of those Spencer driver's license. It's like a it's it's De Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is Jesus Christ driver's license 
and I got two photos of some random ass kids uh, that I found <laughs> in a fucking wallet. Some drunk motherfucker. We we always give everyone a chance to fucking come get their shit, phones, their life, their purses. But we have literally a stack. I would say if you were to pile them up, it's about four to five inches high. And it is full of driver's licenses, passports, visas. I have someone's social security card. And and a lot of these are all like Disney college program students from fucking Italy, from fucking Spain. We have some fucking we got every ID. Like if the FBI was to kick in my door, they would definitely question why the fuck this jar has all these fucking IDs and passports and shit. So yeah, I have my little bunk wallet you don't in case think, somebody you don't, tries to like you don't think since it's all over YouTube, every fucking thief in Mexico knows this trick? Like he's gonna put a gun to you and be like, Give me your wallet and you're like here, he's like, No motherfucker, the other one No, no, please, <laughs> please, senor, please just take my wallet. Just don't take my, my girlfriend. She's never been to your country. <laughs> I like I like how you I would hate to give you a to- negative review. <laughs> he's literally sitting there with his son right now, he's like, Mijo, remember. Every gringo got a second wallet. The first one is the decoy wallet. Take him and smack him with it. Look, in one of my little editorial videos, I, I got a screenshot of it so I can refer to it. <laughs> they were saying if, if they ever get started trying to get too hustly with you, trying to hustle too much, you say, I'm going to contact Prof- Profeco. Profeco is like the, the Better Business Bureau of Tourism. <laughs> and apparently they're scared as fuck. That says the guy who wants to sell you a YouTube video. Like no, no, he, no, him and his girl, they're cool. They, you know, they're cool. They, I'll contact they're little, they're little Profeco. Square. Yeah, no, he said he's mentioned a couple times they got scared. They started comping shit and stuff. Apparently when us gringos go over there and start yelling Profecto, that's like fucking yelling fucking immigration over here in a fucking orange I, field. I told him what the worst... <laughs> They start running. What the the worst thing that's going to happen to him is Mike's going to get to the hotel (laughs) and some cartel boss is going to look at him and put his glasses down. He's like, oh, my God. Is that Guy Fieri? (laughs) And then they're going to take him to the restaurant at gunpoint. They're like, no, no, no. I'm Mike Busey. No, Ave Maria, Guy Fieri. No, you have me me mistaken. I'm Mike Busey. Guy Fieri's in the restaurant. Guy Fieri, make me something to eat. And now he's going to have to make his famous gringo balls. You're going to have 12 AKs pointed at me. There's going to be a gorilla from the woods that's holding the AK with an eye patch. (laughs) I'm like, hey, no problem, man. I love those diners and fucking driving Yeah, I got this. uh, You know what? I left my spatula in my room. Give me a sec. Y'all got any coat hangers in here? I got this method. (laughs) Next thing you know, Mike's going to be there at gunpoint, and they're they're all just going to be eating all these balls, and they're like, tell me again how you make these gringo balls. He's like, you need sweet baby rays. First, you need to release my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And then I will give you the recipe that go balls. <laughs> They're going to be like, you don't want to trade her in for one of these new ones? Uh, we already have uh, our friend uh, Ralphie, who's uh, so desperately wanting to come with me. Ralphie does security for us. He, he texts me verbatim. He goes, if and for any reason, Courtney doesn't make it to Mexico, I'll be there on the first flight. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to turn this romantic wedding, fucking Valentine's Day, happy anniversary, bitch, fucking vacation to a fucking surprise. We got everybody here. Let's film a fucking Adventures of Mike Busey and Friends. I want Miguel to pop up from underneath the bed. Rowdy Rob, come through a window. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Come on, man. I'm hot and horny. Let's go shoot some fucking Mayan Mexican Avengers. What do you think? What do you think your first day is really going to be like when you get there by yourself? Uh, scared and alone. 
<laughs> it's going to be called Gringo and Scared and Alone. It's a new hit series on the MikeBeasy.com network where I travel to other countries all of myself, scared shitless, and I can't speak a lick of their language. It's going to be great. Are you bringing the, the CPAP mask? Oh, I've got, I got to five days? That's, yeah. I mean, like I said, this could be the very last podcast because I could get incarcerated. I could get fucking my head cut off. A big-ass head. I'm telling you, it's a big old, it's going to be a big-ass head. Just watch it roll down the temple. Yeah. Are you are you worried for Courtney too though? Do you think? Courtney- yeah, I'm definitely worried for Courtney because like, I mean, I don't like going places where I can't keep my keep keep a gun on me or two. You know, you always know, always carry two guns on me. Now you always carry two guns on you, but let me, let's bring this up. Yesterday you did get the drop on you with a machete. Oh my god! How I thought you only wanted to do a short podcast, Miguel. Because if, if we want to fire so, this up, so let me let's, let's get it started. Let, we, let me tell you guys this. So I'm I'm not gonna give too many details. So you can tell this story. No, that's, go we've ahead. been having problems with our gate. We just got it fixed, but we've been having problems with our gate, and uh, <laughs> it's been stuck open. And Mike's been like, "We gotta do something about the gate. We gotta do something about the gate." And, and like, by okay. the time you've heard this, it's already you know it's good to go. Yeah, it's just like, it got fixed, but we we had the problem with it being stuck open. And uh, so on Saturday, I thought the worst had happened. A cyclist, like one of those fucking punk ass motherfuckers with like an orange vest on and like bike shorts, rode into the property and was riding around. And Stephen confronted him, and uh, and Stephen kind of talked to him. And the dude was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know I couldn't be here." No, Stephen was like, "Hey, can I help you?" He's like, "No, I'm good." And he's just <laughs> riding around. He's like, "No, you're on private property, player." He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, wheelie." Woo. You know, <laughs> I'm at Verizon from nine a.m. To like 7 p.m. Oh, and here's the thing, too. Mike sends us in this employee group chat, uh, Verizon tomorrow, 10 a.m. Like, we're all going to be like, oh. I was reminding myself. We all got to be ready to go with Mike to do some big boy errands. And why did you bring Courtney with you? (laughs) I don't know. I think I was so tired. I was like, hey, you want to come with me? And then Courtney's like, he had me drive him 30 minutes away and then sit in the car for six hours. (laughs) You know, I like. like You don't like being alone. Hey Miguel, listen. <laughs> all right, we're gonna we. Uh, yeah, I like to be around people. I like warm <laughs> and human bodies to touch and feel and well, connect with. Well, so gate problems, right? Gate stuck open. We had this fucking uh, cyclist come in there, and luckily he wasn't. Just, yeah. luckily he wasn't in a cyclist gang. Yeah, it wasn't that. I'm more, when we say cyclist, we're talking like the ten speed. Or yeah, the 20, with the vest on and we're the, talking and the fucking Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin, whatever the fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy that got cancer? Lance, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. One of Buzz my- Aldrin or Neil Armstrong? <laughs> I thought it was one of those goddamn Armstrong motherfuckers. He was, he was in here with a fucking yellow tracksuit fucking riding up in here with his Zipping little around. fucking... His fucking... Uh, what's that? Never mind. Schwinn? <laughs> I was thinking of the helmet. What's that movie? Uh, Tron. Like oh. Tron helmet and shit. All futuristic as fuck. Well, so the cyclist snug into the... Pro- he just rode in. You know? you know he knew what he was doing, but he wasn't hurting anybody. So I thought that was the worst of that, and Mike took it pretty well, and I was like, cool. I, we'll, hey, we'll this. And old Michael Domus was saying, hey, man, we got to get this gate fixed. That you can't fucking play around. This saying, is a serious shit. So the minute something happened with the gate, I was like, fuck, man. I'm never going to hear the end of this. So I thought that was going to be the end of it. And then last night, I get a message on the group chat. Why the fuck is Courtney's mom in my bedroom with a knife? Oh, yeah. So I was... To remember, guys, real quick, just to remind you guys about Courtney's mom. Courtney's mom's got a bad drug problem, and so she's not really much in Courtney's life anymore. And the last time she showed up here... Last time she showed up here, she brought these two dudes with her. Uh, One of them was fully erected, a pair of sweatpants, trying to hide Rock hard production. Oh, and she she came back in the same... Purple vein. Yeah, and she came back in the same vehicle, which apparently she stole from one of those dudes uh, last time she was here. Definitely, you said had more duct tape Oh, and it was was duct tape up in the front this time. Like, it was damaged, and the windshield was cracked, and it didn't have 
any of that last time. <sighs> Man. But so here's what happens. I'm going to start it off. Mike, you can take it away. Mike is laying on the bed. Courtney's uh, on top of him. He's, he's, he's facing or he's laying on his stomach. And Courtney's behind him. Uh, she's popping a, a pimple on his back. And so she's like doggy style riding him uh, to pop this pimple. And then uh, she's riding old, me like old, a horse. Yeah, old gunslinger, two gun, two gun Tony. Yep. looks up in his room, surrounded by firearms, but it wasn't close enough. And there is a tweaker standing with a machete in his bedroom. And the first thought he had twenty was, feet away from me. His first thought was, "Who scally is this?" <laughs> I hear, "I'm home," and I went to turn over. And I couldn't because Courtney was on top of me, like literally on my waist, sitting like straddled me, popping a zit of a shirtless and just in my, my, my fucking Saucy Castle shorts. And I, I turned like just enough over to look and I see a girl at... And Courtney's mom is skinny and small. Tiny, small girl, kind of cute from a distance. You could kind of like, okay, who, who was this? And then I was staring at her and I was so like startled. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, I've seen this bitch before. Who is this? And why is she holding a machete? <laughs> that's how, That's the last thing you think before you end up standing by the pearly gates. You're like, I don't know. I was in my bag in my pimple pop. I saw this scally with a machete. And now I'm in line trying to tell you I didn't masturbate too much. And I want in. And lo and behold, Courtney jumps off, starts yelling, screaming, what the fuck are you doing here? God damn it, mom, you piece of shit. What the fuck? And and this is like all happening live right in front of my eyes. I don't even fucking know what the fuck is going on. And my brain is just now processing that this is Courtney's mom. And oh yeah, did I record it? She just showed up to my room. Yeah, it's it's like and one o'clock at night. Full blown, like it's one o'clock at night. She just showed up into Mike's room, into the house, into his bedroom, with a machete. Yeah. Things got really so, fucking awkward really fast. At one point. I, and I only say I know this because I'm FaceTime with Mike through this whole thing now when it was happening. He's got me on FaceTime. I'm FaceTime and I'm filming with the backup phone. Uh, I'm like, here we go. As the sausage turns, baby. We got like an hour long episode we filmed yesterday. We got to put together for the members only. Oh, guys, guys, just to get you guys to understand how stressful yesterday was, too. And I'm going to throw this out. Because like, I'm, like, I'm like, if I'm going to die by Courtney's fucking meth out mom, I'm going to fucking, you know, get some content out of this shit. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, also, guys. We got Methel Mom. We got all these problems with Mexico. And earlier that day, a panther was spotted on our property, oh, I too. I forgot about the panther. So we got a Florida panther running around our property. Big as fuck, too. I mean, Florida panthers are like the size of Great Danes with fucking muscle on them. And the panther... Rather Rob said it was as big as a golf cart. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know what measurement of the golf cart <laughs> lengthwise. It's a, But yeah, we got a Florida panther running around the property. He so put it in the all, group chat. He's like, this is not a game. Yeah, so we're all on panther alert. Also found out uh, uh, Harry who is the old Puerto Rican dude who runs a little RV repair shop down the road from, or on our property, but on the back road, 
cool ass dude. He's like Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. I, 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 I see the Panther. I see the Panther. The Panther come outside. I see the Panther, Miguel. And uh, I, I need I, to take I, him to Mexico goes, with me. Yeah, and this, this is where Harry goes. I don't know if I told you guys this. Uh, uh, Steve, Chris, he goes, no, no, Miguel. I, I come outside. I come outside. I, th- I, I see the Panther. I see the Panther outside. I tell Ronnie Robbie, there's a Panther. And uh, he's like, then I go. I, 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 I got the 44 already on my thigh, Papa. But he's like, I don't know. It's the Panther. <laughs> so I go get the AK. And he pulls out. This modded at badass fucking like like AK you would build if you were playing Warzone and you wanted to build your rifle. It's got grips. It's got folding stock. It's got a drum. And he's like, so I, so I go get the AK and I'm like, Papa, I don't know. I don't want to no one to kill the Panther, but I I I, I fire a burst to to make him run. And I was like, you got that AK there all the time. He's like, oh, I got more guns. <laughs> <laughs> Stashed around this RV shop is just a drum-fed fucking AK just ready to roll. So the moral story is all over the Sasha Castle there's guns. T- but also... But none of those guns None can of help those me. guns can help you at this moment. A, a fucking... Uh, an 89-pound fucking... <laughs> used to be very attractive. She actually, on her IG picture, I'm actually all about it. Yeah, like, listen. She's Courtney if Courtney was didn't 20 years the, older. Yeah. And was fucking on meth. Not even 20 years older. She's 13 years older than Courtney. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. How did I fucking forget? Yeah. So she's only 35. She's younger than all of us. Yeah. She's a baby. She had Courtney when she was 12 or 13. Yeah. Oh, and here's another thing, too, to bring up about this. Courtney's mom, uh, you know, drug problem, man. But also, we've said before, she thinks she's a rapper. And she records the worst raps ever. And like 40 minutes before she got to the house, she recorded what I think is a diss track to you, Mike. Is it really? I <laughs> fucked that bitch up. <laughs> well, she was like, the track had a line where, it, mind you guys, I'm saying word for word how shitty of a rapper. No, Courtney play it. Just play a sample. Uh, uh, let me get a sample of it. Play, all right, so let me, let me, let me let y'all know. So, so we got high strung energy though. There's Panthers, there's fucking Mexico trips, and now there's fucking meth head scallies with, with fucking uh, machetes. And here's the thing. We're we're talking and very light about this, but there's that's the only way that we know how to talk about this. And it is no disrespect to my girlfriend because unfortunately my girlfriend has been dealing with this for Courtney's her. raised herself pretty much. Yeah, and, and she was changing her sister's diaper. Yeah. Actually, when she called her, and her sister, sister got a big old boot. You know what her sister said? No. She said Oh hell nah! I'm gonna fucking put a restraining order, a restraining order against that bitch. She, she was saying that to her mom because like she basically burned all her bridges and and smoked them and smoked uh, them and had every now and then just randomly show up to her house. Well, check but she out. she showed up the one time the gates were malfunctioning. Un- and rolled and up, the- walked right in through my and how, goddamn how front door. How is no one armed when we got a goddamn fucking puma running around the property? We're sleeping. Yeah. We're sleeping on this one. Not only did she come just drive straight in, she walked right in my house. Let her, let her have tried that shit at Henry's RV shop. Yeah. Bob, I, I don't know what happened, Miguel. It's, 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 it's some uh, crack war. Come, I have, to, I have to put like five rounds in her. I don't know. I don't know. It's, 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 walked into my... Yeah. I turned over in my own bed. You ever get caught with your pants <laughs> down? You're like, oh, shit. I can't jump and freak out because I'll startle it and stimulate the fucking situation <laughs> to a higher level i just need to calmly act like it's no big deal hey, okay i got this bitch in my fucking bedroom hopefully with a the panther just pops through the window at her. <laughs> she's like what the fuck are you doing mom what the fuck she's like i gotta come check on my babies i gotta check on my babies and i'm just like all right mike 
I don't want to come off as this guy trying to get between family fucking feuds and drama. So I'm just going to play cool and watch this fucking make sure she puts the fucking machete down. And she didn't she didn't like appear to be uh, aggressive, even though she was in my room with the machete. No knock. Just walked right in. I'm home. And smiling, and when if you see somebody who is endangering their endangering your life, and they're smiling, that'll fuck with you because you're like, hold on, is this a threat? <laughs> it's like the Terminator eyes, like yeah. you start scanning, scanning, scanning threat or fucking civilian non-threat. And I'm sitting here, I'm saying, okay, this bitch is like a threat. I don't know what the, I didn't even know who it was at first. I, it took me a while, and I could tell her like cheekbones were a little sunken in. And then, boom, I was like, oh, my God, this is Courtney's mom. I was like, oh, my. I got scared. I thought, I like, did I invite some scallywag over here for some threesome <laughs> that I didn't tell Courtney about yet? And then I forgot about it. And, boom, did some girl fly in here from fucking God knows where and then I, just show up? I want to read right now, though. So not only does she have drug problems, she is, well, she's delusional. And yeah. she likes to tell stories like... Uh, how she was on the baby's tour bus and they were fucking and how she's got all these random dudes, which some of these are probably actual true stories. Some fucking I want to tell you the stupid motherfuckers. Saying, I'm going to give you the next. You're the at, next big rapper at midnight. This is and I'm like, I'm trying to go to bed early that this week because I know we got a lot going on. So like midnight, I'm like, let me go to bed, man. And the text is, why is Courtney's mom here inside my room? And then she literally walked in my room with a machete. And then Mike texts, it's bad. Because <laughs> what I'm really, what, what I want to say is, God damn you motherfuckers. I told you this gate shit can't play around. We already got random motherfuckers always showing up here. And now my girlfriend's crazy ass mom who's and already tried. And that's the least likely that you thought was going to be out of all the scenarios. Yeah, normally we're good for like three months. <laughs> she comes, she don't come back for three months. She don't she come back right away. Gate. She could smell that gate was open. Oh, she must have. She must have melted down some copper in that motherfucker <laughs> or something. Maybe she fucked the gate up. Hey, another thing that we should have seen this was coming was earlier in the day. We, we should have seen, yeah, seen this coming because earlier the in the day, the crackhead Doppler. Yeah, we were notified by Brian Idol that Courtney's mom was on Instagram Yo, listen, Live. Boy, she totally wants to fuck me, but whatever. Hey, watch out! I hear she's coming your way. Well, she's on Instagram Live singing to Lady Gaga while she's putting makeup on in the mirror, and and, and she's getting all pumped. And the best thing about it is it has 81 views and zero likes because everybody's like, oh, God. And uh, this is her. Let me get a little audio for you. Get this uh, playing. I don't want to get any copyright. Courtney's mom thinks she's an artist. This is. Oh, this one. This is real. This is real. Oh, this is four non-blondes. Show the camera. This is four non-blondes. Go to one of her songs. Okay, so we don't this get is flagged. what. Okay, this is what. I don't think they can recognize that. <laughs> the algorithm is, can't recognize that. So this song. is her getting ready, and we're laughing at this because Brian Adel said it to me. I was like, "Man, what is she doing tonight?" Little did I know she was coming to see her baby. But Mike, I think she recorded a diss song for you right before she came because 40, 45 minutes before she showed up at your house, this is the track. That little Miss Firecracker recorded and dropped. And if you remember at MikeMusic.com, we're showing it on, on the video, so you can check that out. Dynamite Explosive is on that track. Rams is on that fucking beat. This is real. It's not a joke. Fucking feet. For we cannot be defeated. 
Chris is so excited right now. Eat it, never defeat it. It may look like I'm defeated at times, but I ain't. I'm up on my feet, I'm up on my grind. Wait for it. I cannot be defeated. You cannot shine on me. You cannot oh, steal my fucking joy. Get you it. might make me dull at times. You might make me not shine at times because, you know, I be... Uh, be letting you get in my mind But when I let you get in my mind Sometimes Sometimes oh it's just What let my problems My problems be needed If you love me let me play this To make me come Come alive Come come alive That hook though Come oh, come alive So I, I, I was That's like, one of many So hold up real quick too Let me add that it has 22 views And this is how shitty the internet is. Hey, if you think you're attractive and you've been posting pictures of yourselves, guys and girls, and people underneath it tag, you need to promote that at this, you need to promote that at this. Uh, don't think that you're so good that people are trying to get you to promote because there are four people telling Little Miss Firecracker that she needs to promote this song at this link. And they're like, I'll get you signed. Promote it. Promote it. Uh, but that was the Mike Busey Dynamite diss track. Dynamite explosives on that track. Dynamite explosives on this track. New shit. Little Miss Firecracker. Uh, Featuring uh, Dynamite explosive. I'm the coming to your one. room, motherfucker. I'm home, bitch. Yeah. It's me, Little Miss Firecracker, coming through with a machete. You was getting the pimple pop and you wasn't ready. My hands were shaking because I do meth, so they're never steady. But I'm going to claw your ass up. This is Jason or Freddy. My daughter don't know me well because she grew up in hell. I never took care of her, but I did go to jail. So my baby knows that I love her the best. There's only one thing I love more than her, and that is... Is meth. New Miller oh. Sunshine. Uh, 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 Damn, Miguel with a fire ass freestyle. <laughs> yeah, if, I, if I'm doing a freestyle based on what a crackhead thinks, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Not a lot of wordplay. Got a lot of material to work yeah. with. Yeah, so yeah, she fucking was fired up. <laughs> and it turned into this like, Courtney's been doing this for so long. She deletes her. She blocks her. And it, it is tragic. And, and it, yeah, part like let's let's just be somewhat sentimental for a second. And obviously, anyone offended hasn't listened long enough into the story. They've already turned us off. I've told you before. Uh, there is a part of me, me and Courtney's relationship. There is a part of me that Courtney is like my niece. Like honestly, even though like like she's twenty years younger than me. Uh, you know, and, and I look at her as like as like my niece on some points because I'm like, you know, we're schooling her. And then there's other points where I'm so proud and like look at her. You know, she's definitely an equal with us because she's in this thing. But there are moments where she's like a niece to me. And at that moment, it is because I'm like, man, you know, right now, if my mom showed up here, I'd be terrified because something must be wrong. You know, she needs help. But I wouldn't be worried about presenting my mom to anybody and courtney has to worry about the presentation of her mom and you see it in her face this and she makes the most jokes with us she you know she gives us shit for making jokes about it but you see the sunken look in her face when her when her mom shows up where she's like god damn it everything was going nice and now her mom's here yeah. and it's it's tragic and it's sad and, and courtney's tough as fuck for dealing with it but uh because this is how this operation rolls uh, we, we deal with we deal with awkward situations with humor. Yeah, uh, Mike just uh, just uh, doesn't. None of us hold back on humor with it unless we know somebody's hurt. Like if we know the jokes are actually like at the expense of the person and hurting them, then you know we'll save that for you know regular office hours. But uh, <laughs> that's Mike's motivation. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this, guys, and Stephen, you know it a little bit better than Chris, but none of these guys know it more. 
Old school Mike's motivational speaks used to be four hour long. Fuck all of you. I'm falling asleep in the middle of this. And now Mike's motivational speeches are really about like, hey, we could do better. I mean, you're still kind of gay. I like your work. I definitely like your work, Chris. You're slow as fuck, but I like your work. Uh, You know, Steven, you're, 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 you're a big part of this team and I appreciate your emo faggot ass, but you're slow as fuck. You know, that's a Mike, that's a Mike Busey motivational speech, but it comes from the heart. But, um, it's we, all gonna be real. Yeah, always. We, we can we can bust each other's balls like that. But to be honest, uh, there are moments with Courtney's mom that, as much as we all like to joke and joke with her, that I know she's heartbroken, and we all kind of have to be. It's one of those moments where you just have to be supportive of Courtney because you realize this is new to us, but this was her entire life with her mom. Yeah, you know? she, this is like not like uh, new to her. She's. It's like. It, it, <laughs> Sorry, that just popped on. Just play another one. It's. It I is. got. I got hits for days. Chris is like shake. He's all excited. Oh, he's me like, and Chris. So what you guys don't know is me and Chris used to share these all the time with each other. I had the blocker, so I yeah. don't get to see it no more. All right, here's a good one. Dynamite explosive. It's called Last. New shit. Dynamite explosive featuring Little Miss Firecracker. Oh. <laughs> Who can fuck up auto tune? Oh. If we send this to Ukraine, they can scare away the Russians at the border <laughs> with fucking loudspeakers. You know what this sounds like? When Carol Ann was stuck in the TV on Ghosts? Carol Ann, come to the light. One more, one more. Yeah, no, I want to no. see her. Show her range. I want the banger. Oh, it's called G's a fuckboy. Who's, who, I think it was Chris. He was like, you're going to fuck around and make her famous. Whoa, that's a little aggressive. Fuck you. Fuck you. Go to another one. Just speed around it. Ooh. This one's called TikTok. You know what this sounds like? Uh, An alien drowning? Yeah, what was the guy who used to go into the trances? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> I hate when I get the bipolar, it's colder than the North Pole like a polar bear. Oh, hell, I'll there cast there by the center cease and yeah. desist. L- hey, listen. She's not like joking around. She's dead ass serious. This sounds like like loudspeakers when you're in a death camp. <laughs> Auschwitz. Yeah. That you did, laddie. That you did. <laughs> you fucked my head up. That you did, laddie. Bye. Listen, six months I could turn around. This one's called twat. Oh, that's a little aggressive. Ooh, a little bone and biggie. It's Bonnie Biggie Biggie. You think they got John Legend for this? <laughs> Damn, she got all the big, big time producers on this shit. Featuring Alicia Locks. <laughs> you fucking sit there and you act like I'm not supposed to say shit. I <laughs> All right, so if you just tuned us, uh, tuned in with us, uh, a couple months ago, she yeah. called the sheriff's department, said that both her dot her daughters were chopped up and thrown into a river, and she saw it. So I had like cops showing up to my house and shit. So if you think we're being insensitive, yeah, we're a little over it too, but not as much as Courtney is, obviously. But she handles it very well. She 
she's embarrassed and angry, but I think a part of her, which she's told me in, in, in private, just like a part of me is already like, she's already dead to me a long time ago, which is how I like to do my relationships when things go bad. Um, they just die in my mind so that even though they might be alive, they're just dead to me. So it doesn't hurt as much when they actually die. Now, she she tried to kidnap one of the dogs last night, she too. She tried to kidnap Piper. She picked Piper up and put her in her stolen truck and drove off. And then Courtney is running. Steven's on the golf cart. I'm like, oh, my God. And, and grant, mind you, from the moment she walked into my bedroom with a machete, I'm not <laughs> saying nothing because I'm like, all right. I know this bitch don't want really want no smoke. Cause I will fucking and I don't want to kill my goddamn girlfriend's mom right in front of her. Jesus Christ! It's like a fucking uh, a damn Stephen King movie or some shit. Like who the fuck wants to murk? I told Stephen fucking he needed to hop on the ones and twos and drop some fire beat for her. Cause then she'd be like, "I'm gonna kill." Cor- What's that? Hey, Courtney, it's me, your mom. I was going to kill you, but guess what? I was wrong. I'm going to get the night, and I'm going to be hyper in a minute. I'm going to kidnap Piper. (laughs) Oh, my God. So fucking dead on. Yeah, Thank you, Steven, and uh, you and Aaron for just kind of uh, being a part of that awkward thing. It was awkward, and I'm glad we were laughing afterwards because I was worried I was I was really worried how it was going to affect Courtney at the moment when I saw Courtney just get pumped and amped. I knew okay, it's going to be a regular Courtney situation with her mom. Uh, the, let me say this part though, I don't know if you got this part on on video or what, but oh, I, I got an hour. Okay, worth well, I remember plus. this part was the best. Courtney's like. I'm fucking sick of this shit, mom. You're fucking high. She's like, I'm not high. She's like, mom, you're fucking high. And Courtney's mom goes, I smoke meth once a year. And then Courtney's like, fuck you, blah, 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 blah. They're going back and forth. Then Courtney's mom's like, Courtney, I haven't smoked meth in months. And then she's like, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, Courtney, I smoke meth like once a month. And then she's like, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, Courtney, I smoke meth like once a day. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. She's like, yes, I'm high on meth right now. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I only smoke a bowl a day. <laughs> I'm like, oh. How much meth, guys, would you consider an acceptable amount of meth? I'm going to go with zero. I'm going to say zero or on the holidays. Yeah. And I'm talking calendar holidays, banks are closed. If you're in a fucking really uh, high impact, uh, stressful warehouse job, assembly <laughs> line, sure. If you're a fighter pilot and you've got to do like a 48-hour trip, yeah, do a shard, buddy. Come on, you earned it. If you're like, you know, trying to uh, escape a bunch of fucking uh, t- uh, bloodthirsty tigers in the middle of the fucking uh, Indian Ocean, sure, take some meth. Wait, tigers in the Indian Ocean? <laughs> Tiger sharks. <laughs> I was like, what? They're just on rafts? <laughs> Any minute now. <laughs> I was thinking about that movie with that boy from Jungle think, Book in the middle of the raft of the tiger. Life of pie? Yeah, I don't know. That's too much shit going on in this head. <laughs> That's why the Mayans want to chop this big-ass head off and worship this big-ass head. And we got panthers. Yeah. It's a lot of stress right now. The funny part was everybody was strapped walking around yesterday when we were, like, going on our walk. And a panther would have still got any of us. <laughs> everybody's, like, everybody's carrying. We got holsters hanging out. Guns are dangling and wrangling. And still, none of us are ever looking behind us. We're all just, like, lollygagging around. Yeah. If you watch the videotapes, you're going to see the panther walking behind us eating a pig as we're all like, everybody's ready to get this goddamn panther. I was telling someone uh, here at the house, I was like, maybe all those pig rape sounds aren't really pig rape. Maybe it's 
the panther eating them. Chris told me today, he was like, I was going to go for a walk, and then I heard a lot of squealing going on by the pigs, and I was like, I'm fucking, no, I won't. Don't worry, Chris, your one wheel goes almost as fast as that panther can. Yeah, the best part is we're like, uh, I, I was talking, I forgot who I was talking to yesterday, and they're like, you think the panther could catch the pigs? And I was like, uh, Jetta and Piper have caught the pigs. <laughs> a panther's going to be able to put it on the pigs. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, fucking, um, it all ended with uh, Courtney was starting to pack up some clothes she didn't want, and she was going to give it to her when give him some case of water and all this stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, man, this is awkward because the humanitarian me wants to fucking, like, do whatever I can. But, but she I'll, did just try to steal your dog and machete yeah. you. Yeah. And, and, and didn't even offer a double donger. Yeah, I know. The disrespect. I mean, she sold her, her grandma's house for some titties. She's got big-ass, huge titties. And she she's does tiny. have, like... Her titties really... are the heaviest thing on her. Yeah. And they're great, though. Yeah, they definitely look great. And... I mean, the sc- house wasn't in a good neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. The school zone was fucked. So, I mean... So, yeah. I mean, she was getting a bunch of clothes up for her and everything. And all of a sudden, she decided to, to steal, to take <laughs> Piper. And she's, oh, I'm just taking her down, just driving around. Never let like, a crackhead what? take anything of yours anywhere. Yeah. That's... They're the reason why, like, you know, pens are connected to chains at the bank. You yeah. Know? Like, you can't have nothing nice. They're the reason Amscott gives them all the candy. Like, eat this sugar. Eat this sugar. <laughs> all right. All right. I yeah. won't rob you. Oh, man. Yeah. So, so you, have was more my, danger, was... you have more danger in America than you do in Mexico. Because there are Jaguars in Mexico, and there's definitely crackheads, but they don't know where you live, and they're not trying to eat your pigs. I wonder if any cartel people will show up to my room with a fucking machete. Like, Oh my God, Guy Vietti! <laughs> oh man, no, uh, yeah. So fucking Courtney's mom. Um, oh, another thing, she said she stole that vehicle. Yeah, you said that, and the- she was like, "I was driving like seventy-five miles an hour. It was awesome. I felt like I was in the video game. I was like, oh my God." Halfway through the drive, I was like, "Oh fuck, I'm the one driving." <laughs> Bro, it was, and I had to look for Big Dick Willie. I thought he was maybe in the backseat of this SUV. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, is someone else in here? Because I saw a bunch of like clothes and like blankets and shit. I thought maybe Big Dick Willie she was hiding. dropped the- him off in the property, and he's now scoping oh, around. Oh, shit. Big Dick Willie and the fucking Panther are riding around like He-Man with fucking <laughs> Battle Cat swinging around machete looking for my ass. This whole mission was to find loose copper. <laughs> you know, she's just like, I thought he had a whole box of cans. <laughs> yeah, and everything we're saying, this is 100% true. Well, maybe not the not the Panther and Big Dick Willie. The Panther was, oh, I was about to say, we have the Panther on property. Yeah, no, I'm Dick saying Dick Big Dick Willie riding the Panther. That's a speculation that we can't say isn't or is true. At this moment, we don't have enough intel to, to speak on either side. I couldn't imagine if I was listening to my own podcast at work or being distracted, which is very easily, and I just tuned in. I heard, did he say He Man and Battle Cat, the Big Dick Willie and the Machete? Like <laughs> the secret word of the day is Big Dick Willie. Ah! Yeah. So um, who knows when Courtney's mom will fucking show up next? And technically, since we just gave her some airplay. That is like the biggest thing of her career, oh. and we're gonna fuck around and make this bitch famous on accident. I can already feel it. Oh, there, you know, there's tons of SoundCloud producers that are like, "So she got big titties, yeah." Hey, girl, I'll put you down right now. No, she. So she always messages Courtney some crazy, like five foot long fucking text message or uh, Instagram message. It's like a CVS receipt. Yeah, exactly. A CVS receipt is the best way to put it. 
And it always ends like, yeah, I'm going to see this producer in, in Chicago. He he wants to sign me. And, and she's like, dead. this is not like a, a gimmick or a no. joke. She legitimately, she legitimately believes this. And apparently, motherfucking Chicago really needs a blowjob. And, and I don't know how she's fucking getting there. I don't know how she even gets anywhere. I don't Dude, know how she don't have a car. Like, she don't have nothing. I, I just watched a documentary on Great White Sharks. And they put a GoPro camera on this, like wire and so as the great white shark swam the gopro filmed it and they just learned for the first time how great white sharks sleep they basically go into a current where the current's blowing into their gills i promise this is worth it uh going into their gills and they just kind of shut down and that's how they operate i want them to put a gopro on a tweaker or a crackhead so we can solve the mysteries of how do they get around all day how do they cover so much distance can you imagine if you could just log in like those cameras that were like attached to a bear somewhere and you could just log in on courtney's mom you're like i think she's under a house right now (laughs) we should we should do a a, we should do like a, a a fucking a live just get her a phone anywhere she goes she's got better internet than here we're gonna watch her take that phone to a pawn shop and sell it <laughs> we're like why is the phone going to goldsmith pawn hey can i get a dollar or two for this yeah mike's pawn yeah Zuri, next yeah. to the leaf blowers <laughs> like that'll be that iphone right there <laughs> i'd love to see a day in her life Without her knowing, though, that we were watching a day, because she'll 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 definitely like like make it all bigger if she knows we're watching. But I want to see what the day in the life of Courtney's mom is. Uh, how many times Ralphie's texting her? You know, <laughs> just she see. mentions all the times like, "Yeah, I had to suck no one's dick," and I'm just like, <laughs> "Damn, you got really far about sucking no one's dick." Because yeah, like, like here's the deal: if she cleaned up for like six months, she'd probably be fuckable. And, yeah, and and dude, the first time she came over here. Uh, she was fuckable. Yeah, definitely. She was, de- and it was a weird one too because Courtney was literally like looking at us. She was like, "Nobody fuck my mom." And I realized this wasn't one of those like usual like Courtney always tells it to us about her sister. Like nobody fuck her sister, but it's kind of like a joke. But this one, it was just kind of like I could be like, "Hey, you want some bread? Well, suck my dick. <laughs> you know? yeah. I'll give you these sheets if you." She's like, "Oh my god!" Someone's fucking going on Shazam and fucking trying to. Uh, match her the song. song so they can find her Instagram profile so they can DM her. What's up, girl? I got these. I got this bread over here, player. Ooh, Courtney, I got all this bread. Did you have to suck any dick? <laughs> it's fucking potato bread. You know it. <laughs> it's exhausting because like I don't like to me being the ethical boyfriend. I'm not trying to get in the middle of shit. I'm not gonna like try to separate her from her. And at the same time, like she. She knows just like I know. You can't like yeah. you can't try to help save any of those type of people when they're doing that. They gotta help. They gotta want it themselves. And it's not only a drug problem, but it's a men- a mental problem. She's already yeah. been like hoarded up in a fucking insane asylum or whatever. It's already been Baker acted and shit. So there's like some serious, legitimate fucking issues going on. That I don't care if you stop doing meth, yeah, for ten years, like yeah, those you, issues are going to be there. Yeah, those issues. I don't. I don't know. Maybe, I'm not a clinical fucking uh, doctor here on this shit. But if I was the fucking doctor, Busey it up. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say if you think you're a successful fucking rapper and you're fictitiously making up these crazy wild stories, yeah, I don't think that. I comes- was on the baby tour bus. You haven't eaten in days. Yeah. It's it's a uh, yeah we're definitely gonna put it's a okay to laugh there. guys it's okay because sometimes that's how you get to deal with painful shit like yeah that. and 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 the thing is guys uh, if you 
And this is a serious moment for me. I really I want to take this moment, so please, guys, give me this moment. If you or anybody you know um, is suffering from just being the shittiest rapper out there, <laughs> uh, don't support it. Don't don't like it. You know, as soon as we can get this swept under the rug, because you know Courtney's mom is stealing cars and crashing them and showing up to houses with machetes. And still, that only affected a couple people, but 81 people heard that garbage-ass song she did, and that's fucking tragic. So just, you know, from all of us here at the Mike Busey Show, don't support shitty SoundCloud rappers. Uh, it's just, it's it's a problem, and we're probably going to do some kind of charity thing for it sometime next year. There needs to be, like, I think we just need to lobby, lobby Congress, and they need to do something. People who have these, there are... Everyone right now, whoever's listening to this, you have a friend who has a, a shitty idea or a passion, and you don't want to break their heart, but you're just like, hey, this ain't working out, player. This ain't going to happen. It ain't, you are not meant to do this. That's something that me and Mike have talked about a lot, that some people have a lot of drive, even though they suck at something. We have multiple friends and multiple people who used to live here. Yeah. We won't say no names. We will not hurt everyone's feelings. But there are a handful of people who lived here for a long time, and in their head, they literally fucking think that they're up next, and and that they've been somehow like held back. Yeah, and they're they're a we, star. So we found uh, we found this book. It was like a composition notebook, and it belonged to uh, a, a young lady who used to come and go from here. And definitely uh, stole a bunch of shit when she left. Uh, and this composition notebook had like her ideas and stuff and dreams. Oh my and, god! And uh, it, it, it's 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 a great light read if you need a little laughter because some of the things she wrote on it. And this is like a year old, so it's not like like this is like new stuff. She's like, Instagram is a good way to build followers. Instagram more. And then she wrote a note in there, and she's like, TikTok think about it <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh my god and then she's like and then she's got a list of things she's like dick sucking video 100 dollars uh playing with myself video this and is, then this is dead ass serious yeah, and then the there's way. and then there's little affirmations underneath it like go get the notebook steven so they don't think we're bullshitting uh it, no, I got it. I got it. it it's on my desk. So, <laughs> it's You're like, a, I'm still reading it. Yeah, it's a good read of mine. One Third of the, chapter one, in. Well, and then she had wrote these little affirmations. So it's literally like, su- like one thing will say, suck a cock and let him come on your face. Charge $150 for the video. And then underneath it, it's like, remember, the storm isn't as bad as you think it is because afterwards the sun shines brighter. And I'm like, also, you're going to get cummed on your face for $150. Here's the deal. Swing There's the nothing fences. worse than that dumb motherfucker. And I'm not talking about just all women because I've seen some of you sucker-ass motherfuckers do it too. That you know they have the fucking wits of a fucking tit mouse. Yeah. And now they're fucking posting inspirational memes of them on the beach or them like with a champagne bottle in the club and all this bullshit has have have i posted some of those yeah not as much though there are there are several people that we know of that we're just like oh my god yeah like your dreams are way bigger than anything you're doing currently maybe some steps there you know it sucks Uh, you know what i think if you have a, a, a drive and a passion it needs to be multidimensional so that yeah. if for some reason you're not the best uh, vocalist or the best rapper, yeah. you're like, cool, I can fall back into artist management or touring 
or merchandising yes. or promotions or record studio or music videos. You know, it's kind of like what I did. I, I don't have any real talent. I, I fell into uh, an area that has a spider web of avenues yeah, to go. So much possibility with the, with the entertainment world where, where you are and the way you're doing it is within your limits. And you're not within your limits. I want to say that because that's making it sound like you people have a limit. But you know what move to make at a certain time. And some of these people go from, and this is the thing, they go from sitting here right now doing nothing to saying, Oh, that's it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, yeah. And this girl had wrote in the thing. She's like, she wrote, go viral. That was one of her like her plans. Imagine, imagine you found the journal to like, a, a general and you open it up and it was like, conquer Rome, conquer Athens. Remember swords are sharp you know it's like this is not the same i am vibe. the biggest dreamer aspirationer fucking peter pan <laughs> motherfucker i am living on fucking fantasy pixie dust right up my fucking asshole okay i know a few things about turning an idea into a fucking a passion a dream and making it somewhat work i have a very good editorial book you can download it's on mikebc.com Okay, it's called becoming a fucking member. And if you want your fucking life changed, or maybe you want to hire me or Miguel just to tell you if your fucking idea sucks. And or if you, you know, want a feature from Little Miss Firecracker. We, we're not the authoritative figure on all things, okay? It, it, it we'll tell you if this is outside of our, our spectrum of, of fucking expertise. Yeah, if you want to talk to me about like pull-ups or something like that, I'm like, ooh, uh, you, got, you want to talk about cardio? Let's get somebody else over here. Yeah, that's, that's not our ballpark, okay? So maybe you have an idea, an invention. You want to pitch it to us. You want a, uh, you know, a consultation. We'll do s- sausage consultations. And remember this too, guys. When it comes to what an idea is, it's not a premise. People like to pitch premises. They're yeah, like, I t- got to tell. Talk about that. They're like, I got an idea. You're like, what's the idea? Flying cars. Okay, how are we gonna do it? <laughs> That's your job, buddy. I'm just the idea guy. People do that to me with jokes too. They're like, I got a premise. I was like, or they're like, I got an idea. What's the idea? All right. Make a joke about how it's stupid that you have to be 25 years old to rent a car. And I'm like, what do you got? Like, well, that's it. That's a joke. I'm like, that's not a fucking joke. That's a premise. And that's how people do with business ideas. They're like, I got an idea. Cocaine. We're going to sell it. I'm out. We have people every day hit us up. Hey, man, uh, I'm going to have a party at your house. And we're going to like sell oh, tickets. This is- and then we're going to make money. And then we're like, oh, uh, okay, so why do we need you to do that? Aren't yeah. we kind of doing that on our own yeah. without well, the, the risk and the liability of jank-ass rapper one through a thousand showing up here and fucking thinking that they're the next big thing? That's the thing. When people pitch us about a party, they're like, hey, I got an idea. I want to throw a party at your place and sell tickets. And I'm like, I just ask them, I'm like, why do we need you for any of this? And they're like... Well, I could I could sell tickets to the event, and then they can uh, they can come by, and I'm like, yeah, but we could sell tickets to the event, it's and they're always hell. like, they're like, but you know, I could sell tickets too, and I'm like, why do we need you? And that's the big question when you want to pitch something to us, why do we need you? Yeah, I mean, every fucking day we get told this whole, hey man, we've had people fly here. Take up all yeah. fucking day. Meet with us. We're giving them a tour, this and that. And then we thinking like, yo, this is a big fish. He he's got you know a budget. You know we're thinking, yo, he's got like you know hundred thousand dollars to throw at this a big event. We can build this whole fucking yeah. you know thing for them. Yeah. 
And they're like, yo, so you like, you know, like, I was thinking, you know, what about, I'm like, oh my fucking, they'll say this one little thing, and I'm just like, you're not the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or, or another big thing that they'll do is they have this great idea. They're telling you that it's, it's all big and stuff, but they can never give you any details. Like, no, no, no. Listen, you don't understand. I got this. Here. I just had a guy, a comic that I work with. We were uh, we were gonna get do a show together, and he kept being like, "This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna make some viral videos. We're gonna blah blah blah." And I was like, "Yeah, that's not really how it works." And I kept being like, "But just give me the details. What are the details to how we're gonna make this work?" And he couldn't he couldn't uh, give me any details. And he was starting to get like aggressive with me on. He's like, "No, you don't understand. You don't understand." And oh like, yeah, I love that when you're when they're pitching you and they yeah. get aggressive because they know you're not feeling it. Yeah. No, you don't understand, bro. Yeah, you don't. What get we're it. gonna do is we got this NFT yeah. and we're gonna fucking make money, bro. You trying to get rich or not? Or they tell me uh, one. Uh, we got some friends that are uh, they trying to put on some parties and stuff like that, and they're like, "Oh, you gotta come. It's gonna be the biggest event ever." And you're looking at it and you're like, "It's not." Um, and you're gonna fail at this because the way you're promoting, your marketing, and everything. We have ethically took money from our own hands and threw it back at them and said nah we don't like we're not trying to set you up for failure here yeah people have hit us up and been like hey we want to throw people have wanted to throw big i just had a guy uh hit me up we were just hanging out at uh at nikki bacon's house and a guy came to me and he was like hey i've, I've got i want to do a music video for my people at your place and i was like oh that's cool man and i was like what, what's your budget and idea and he and he had a reasonable budget it was a good budget but his big thing was he was like but i really want you guys to promote the song and push the song. And I was like, oh, man, we don't really do that unless you're like a homie or we're just feeling it, you know, already. And he was like, yeah, but we're willing to pay for it. And we were, I was just like, I can't, man, because at the end of the day, I can't. I just, like, when we take, when we do, whenever we do advertisements, you will know. Like, when we did the one for the casino, we literally brought up in the ad how this casino was the best casino that ever paid us to say they were the best casino. Yeah. We, you know, that was part of we, the pitch. We told them, like, hey, we're going to clown on it, the fact that we're getting paid for this. So, it's that was our legal disclaimer. Like, yo, we ain't trying to sell out, but, yo, we got to pay bills. But however... Yeah. You can fuck with it if you want to, but we 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 can't vouch for them. Yeah, and know? so when uh, when these guys were telling me that you know, and nice enough guys, but they were saying they wanted us to to vouch for them and push the thing, you know, we could have taken their money, good money too. And then, bro, we could have made probably fifty thousand dollars a year off taking the bullshit that comes our way that they're not ready for, and we don't want to fucking push because we. I'm not trying to like. I'm trying to promote what we got going on here, and and that's pretty simple. And then what we what we do is we offer a very 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 low fucking price, a dollar a day. We'll literally have give you the coolest life changing experience, entertain you for endless hours, meet people, fucking find friends, business associations, have the time of your life at a place that we're not greedy with the shit. We're very we're being we're in the beginning when we first started doing it, I literally felt like oh man, you know let's. Let's get more and more and more and more. But now now that years have gone by and I've seen how a lot of people don't appreciate certain things, I'm just like, wow, like we gave them all this for just this? And then, and it's crazy. And that's why if, you, if you're listening to this free episode, it's cool, man. We fuck with you. Thank yeah. you. But we're going to give more to our members because they deserve it and, and we're glad to have them because they pay the bills. But do you know how many fucking times – Someone has got me to hit me up since back in the day, since the MySpace days almost. Not quite then, but you get the idea. You know what we get a lot too? 
these little podcasts, which here, let me say this, man, cool, fucking, I, I want anybody out there that's starting their own podcast to do it, to grind out, to have fun, you know, I'll be honest, we started this podcast, we cheated the game, we already had hundreds of thousands of followers, so it's easier, but you know, we, we, we started this podcast, and uh, we have the ability to really rep and promote things, so that's why we're really, really uh, cautious about what we talk about. But there's small podcasts that don't have a lot of followings and stuff, and they hit us up. And I've done a lot of little podcasts because I, I was like, oh, this is fun. This is a good good thing. These guys are funny. I, I like them. But sometimes these podcasts are super fucking aggressive with us when they're trying to get us to come Super on. aggressive. And they're like, bro. And this is what they – instead of saying, hey, man, I'm fans of yours. I'd love to have you on the podcast. Uh and just that, I'd love to have you on my podcast. Which that's got me dozens of times. People have been like, "Hey, I'm man, like, oh, really? Yours, oh, really? I'd love to have you on my podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, what do you got?" And then if I listen to your podcast, I'm like, "This is funny." I'm like, "Yeah, this is this will be fun." But these guys are like, "If you want exposure, I can get you this." And then they they never know their numbers. Like you ask them, like you know, like how much reach do you have? What are you guys doing? They're like, "We're everywhere." And I'm like, there's no system of analytics. When I click on Acast to check our analytics, it never gives me how many people are listening. Pfft half you know <laughs> like the other day i had a guy god bless his soul hit me up like yo i want to have uh you on the podcast on my podcast and a lot of times they haven't even actually they're not actually up and running they're like yo, yeah we're gonna start one one day i'm like mm. and i go look at his page he has 136 people following him i'm like mm. so you want me to drive or fly to wherever you live because i don't like doing like phone shit yeah. i think it's too impersonal it's not it's not i've turned down and i know you have too yeah mega mega big like shows and it's not the same when you're during, doing it over the phone during all of covid man i i, I would they were all these uh all these online shows i wanted to do online comedy and i turned down everything except for corporate shows because i was like fuck it i don't care but i was like i'm not gonna try to rock an audience uh over some fucking zoom you know and it's because if we don't fuck with it we can't really get with it yeah and, and trust i've done me. podcasts though i've done podcasts uh where they've got like 50 followers, but I think these these guys are great and they're funny. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I want to be on that. And there's times when I look at some of these podcasts and I'm like, I bet in two, three years, this is going to be a fucking good, good, big show because they've got the vibe. Some of these motherfuckers come to you and it's like a bullshit ring light and a fucking GoPro. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? And Or some of them are so amazing, like the production value, but it's shitty content. Yeah. I'm just like, ugh. If the content is really good, uh, I can I, I can put up with some shit production as long as I don't sound horrible. So go get you a girlfriend with a, with a meth mother and and leave your gates unlocked every now and then, and then you get some content. Yeah, the content will be great. Yeah, I mean, if you aren't spending time with crackheads. You're not building the content you need. You're I mean, actually not taking it serious. We're actually in these streets. Okay, yeah. I'm going to Mexico. Probably gonna get extorted again. By a Mexican pimp this time. I'm 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 fucking I I downloaded the WhatsApp again and I'm scared that the fucking Colombian pimp's gonna be like, Oh, you're back, motherfucker. The best best coming to get you. The best part about WhatsApp was we were all in this group chat, but some of our homeboys were still talking to like the girls they met in Colombia. Oh, you and, they, and, we know they were. We yeah, caught them. We caught them right handed. Yeah, you caught them on the group chat because they'd forget what chat they were on. And they're like, Yeah, baby, I'm gonna come back. And she's like, Oh, I miss you so much, hot rod. And uh <laughs> Oh, he he came he came back all right. Yeah. <laughs> he came back a second trip. I tell you what We the, gave a free trip to a member and I heard he's been there twice. He's trying to move there. That dude. 
I got this though. I will bring this up. So you guys know our story of Junior, the credit guy, right? Oh my god. Who uh, to this day, me and Mike don't know what he looks like. Uh, his voice has changed on multiple calls. Uh, he's he's never FaceTimed us. His face, he only FaceTimes where he's at. He hasn't called us back in forever. He supposedly moved to Orlando. Yeah, he moved here. He was opening a car dealership and then uh, never heard from him again. He did, however, repair the fuck out of our credit, man. Yeah, he did. I went up like 150 points, man. Like, like I was, I was, I, I, I what happened to me was, man, I, uh, you know, I was doing comedy full time during like 2016, and uh, three big hurricanes came and rocked like the Florida area and the islands. And I was out of I was out of comedy shows probably for 20 weeks, and it crippled me. And I got a derogatory mark on my credit for being late. Now I don't know if I've ever talked about this part, but this sucks. I called up my creditors before I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm not going to be able to pay this," and they're like, "Oh, you can't do anything about it till you're late." And I'm like, I, well, that's why I'm calling you right now to tell you that I'm going to be late. And they're like, yeah, just, you know, don't worry. When you're late, we can, we can see what we can do. And they wouldn't help. When I was late, I called them up. I'm like, listen, I'm late. I can definitely pay it in like a month. I just, you know, I need to pick up some shows. And they're like, yeah, there's really nothing we can do. And I remember getting in a fucking argument with this guy. And I was like, the fucking mafia would work with me if I couldn't pay my goddamn loan one so week. So true. And so it knocked me down almost like 90 points. And so I was like, oh, shit. And so it took me two years to get Should have got them up. Columbia House stamps. Should have yeah. sent, them, sent them pennies in for that fucking, fucking Bob Carlisle record. Yeah. Butterfly me- Kisses, baby. <laughs> it took me two years. But in that two years, I went up 150 points. And it was dope. And, and, and uh, you know, I'm at like a 758 now, which is cool. I want to get the one. I've never had an 850 credit score. And I, I, my goal is two more years to get it. That's my dream. But I did shell out $200 to a guy I never met before and we didn't know who he was and yep. all we knew was his name was Junior. Well, yep. we did a whole show about that and we laughed and we joked about how we would never do something like that again until... Uh, so, so what happened was is I was Snapchatting, yo, anybody got the hookup, the plug in Mexico <laughs> and uh, do you remember his name? No! I don't okay, that's great. So a guy I don't that follows anything me. About this guy. Yeah. I guess he's doing some shows. I forget. I'm so sorry if you're listening. I don't think you are because you know only the real ones last this long into the podcast. Thank you very much, guys, uh, for continuing to listen to this shit. And uh, then he was like, "Yo, I got a guy. I thought he was the guy." So yeah. he transfers to another plug. Go ahead and take it from oh, there. So we. Okay. I got a piss. Okay. So the guy who we don't know who snaps Mike. Uh, this is what Mike does. Mike gets a random snap for person. He just screenshots and shoots it to me with no reference. So all it says is, I got a guy in Mexico. And I'm like, what the fuck is this about? It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. So I text Mike. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? And Mike's like, yo, he's got a guy in Mexico. And I'm like, yeah, that's apparent. I'm like, what does any of this have to do with anything? I need to know. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll text him. And I'm like, I'm going to text a guy I don't know. And what am I going to ask him? He's like, ask him about his guy in Mexico. And I'm like, Mike, what the fuck? What does this have to do with anything? I, I don't even understand the praise. He's like, he's got a guy who can hook us up with a hotel. Uh, okay. So I text the first dude from Snap. And I'm like, hey, man, uh, Mike said you got a guy in Mexico. He's like, oh, I got the guy. And I'm like, cool. Uh, we need a hotel for like two days uh, after Mike's trip. And he's like, okay. He's like, here's the guy's information. So he sends me the guy's information. He puts me in a group chat. I don't know this guy's name either. So I text this guy, and this guy's like, oh, I can get you that hotel Mike wants. And we were looking at that hotel. supposed to be like $2,000 a night. And now he's like, oh, or $2,000 for the whole uh, two days and uh, per person. 
And he's like, oh, no way, man. I'll get you that way cheaper. So he comes back. Hell he's like, yeah. He's like, it's $1,400. And I was like, it's $1,400 per person? He's like, no, bro. It's $1,400. I was like, so it went down from $2,000 per person to $1,400 combined. He's like, yeah, and it's all inclusive. It's got all this stuff. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. So he's like, it's got mountains, or, or excuse me, it's got caves, waterfalls, cenotes to go swimming in, rafts, rivers, all the food, these great buffets. I'm like, this is fucking great. So the, the, in the video, I saw the thing where like, you grab a shot glass and you just walk up to these random bars and you pour your liquor into your glass. Yeah. I And, and then, uh, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, Mike, this is amazing. It's so, too good to be true. So I'm like, this is perfect. So Mike's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, see what's up with the guy. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm talking to him. Now, Cartel yeah, killing sold separately. Here's the part, guys. I'm already mid working with this guy on the room and stuff. And then Mike's like, and, and I'm sitting in Mike's room with the credit card, basically. And Mike's like, after I'm done, and I'm like, yeah, I got it, fourteen hundred bucks. We got airport pickup, everything. Mike's like, yeah. Does he have like a like a legitimate site? And I'm like, you don't know. I'm like, you don't know this guy. He's like, no, some some random dude on Snapchat gave me his number. <laughs> I've already paid fifteen hundred bucks with fucking everything, giving Mike's credit card number to this guy. Uh, he's like, yeah, I've given all of Courtney's information so she could get picked up and be sex trafficked because he's like, yeah, well, who's Courtney? And I'm like, oh, Mike's girlfriend. I think I even sent him a picture of her because I was like, yeah, whoa, Mike's girlfriend. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, oh, perfect, perfect. This dude's sitting somewhere in like a cartel cave, and he's like. I cannot believe this is working. <laughs> and I just watched this documentary on Netflix called The Tinder Swindler. And I literally watched it. And these girls gave up hundreds of thousands of dollars to this dude. And at least they met him. I mean, as much as I didn't give hundreds of thousands of dollars, I just sent 1500 bucks and a picture of Mike's girlfriend and all her personal information to someone. I don't even know their fucking name. And Mike doesn't even know the people that uh, sent him this information. So... So as, Maybe. Fred, as Fred Durst once said, you've yeah. got to have faith. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we just threw our credit card into the universe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe it works out. Maybe it might get sex trafficked. At the end of the day, though, we are saving so much money. <laughs> you always hear, like, the I, – I, maybe I just got money too late in the game because – I always say, oh, man, you got to go here, man. Your fucking money's worth so much more. But everywhere I go, I don't really see the difference. <laughs> and I know I'm going to get hustled because I'm going to break out my fucking Mexican Mayan calendar and fucking, like, had to break out how many pesos and a dollar and this and that. And I'm on to you, motherfuckers. I've been YouTube and university. Let the shit out of this shit. You ain't hustling me. Just use your phone. Uh, get there. Get get some money. Get some pesos. Uh, I'm stabbing anybody who comes near me. I'm like, I... And I don't even know if that's legal in Mexico. It's not. Oh, if, if I if I had to kill some cartel motherfucker, you couldn't stop a machete wielding crackhead in your bedroom. It's true. <laughs> and I got no guns on me there either. So you you had a room full of guns in your in your bedroom. That's no, like I'm armory. Mexico. Yeah, I'm saying it's an armory. And still, if I if I if I was to hide a gun into my carry on hypothetically, yeah, or like a friend of mine was, yeah, you'd go to prison. I go to prison, right? Prison, prison. Yeah, that's and not and not in the U.S. Ooh, like yeah. if unless it got caught in the U.S. and then if it got caught in the U.S., you're you know you're 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 not even getting to Mexico. You're staying here in prison. And then if you got caught in Mexico, bye bye. Yeah, I don't know if I want to go to my boy's wedding this bad. And I mean, I don't know. I've already missed home and haven't even left yet. Well, the good- I, as I was just out there peeing, I'm like, I'm gonna miss this place. <laughs> I was getting kind of a little emotional, a little tear, a little Indian tear rolled down my. The good thing about it is, uh, you've already paid, so you're going. 
And uh, oh, the best part is too, we owe our thousands of dollars to the IRS while you're still in Mexico. So you could be wiped out. I'm on the run. Yeah. Shawshank Redemption, bitch. Meet me in Mexico, motherfucker. Hey, the IRS is going to flip out when they're like, yeah, you said you'd pay us, uh, you know, all these thousands on the 15th. Like, well, he's in in Mexico. Here's the deal. If you're listening to this, which this will be aired before. If you're not, it doesn't matter. Uh, by the time you hear this, I'm probably uh, arriving or already there in Mexico. Can you tell them I am south of Cancun? I am going to, what was the name of the first hotel? I don't remember. My Sharona. Monchalo? No, or Mon- no Chab- Chab- uh, Maroma. Chable Morona. And then I'm going to be there till Saturday. Sunday, I'm moving and I'm going further south down the, the Mayan, Riviera Mayan. To it's a, a place hotel, called Ex- Ex- Excarte, Car- Excarte Arte. Yeah. Just Google uh, tourists getting murked by Canadian tourists get murked by uh, cartel. Cartel, and, and that's that's see. where I'm staying. The same exact hotel. And then, if you even what tell are the odds? What yeah. are the odds? You're like, I heard some Canadian tourists got killed. You're like, ah, so you heard about our hotel? Huh? So maybe we can't. Maybe when we were asking the prices, that was before the murder. And it then, was, and then it <laughs> was. We got after murder prices. Wow. Yeah. All rooms must go. And I like to think that our fucking uh, travel agent was so slick. He was like, "Hey guys, for two hundred dollars, will you kill a couple Canadian tourists? Why? Watch this." And then he calls all his clients. I could get you in the Excarte Arte now for half price. Bro, it's going to be so amazing. I just hope I'm not going to die. You're going to have the drawing still on the ground, and kids are going to be playing hopscotch on it of the body. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, look at this fat fucking dead person in the street. We're trying to play soccer. Get him out of here, fucking (laughs) gringo. Yeah, it's going to be a good time, hopefully. Uh, Hopefully this isn't my last podcast. Can y'all at least do a couple bonus episodes if I do not return? I say tomorrow we record... A very quick bonus on the way to Mexico. Podcast. I think it'll give me more anxiety. Yeah, it will. Like, when it I get will. done with this, I need to literally responsibly go start oh, to, like, Oh, the hot tub pack. doesn't work right now. Yeah, and I can't relax in my hot tub right now. And there's a goddamn fucking panther running around. Panther's running around. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go to Mexico. It's my first time in Mexico. I'm going to, to, to the fun side, to the, yeah. to the, to the Riviera Maya. Well, you know what? So I come find me. Hey, I will hang out with... I will hang... Even if you're not a member, I will fucking hang out with you. You can buy some, drinks or something, motherfucker. I got some people who need to find you, and that's the people who Bring signed up this week to be members. What's the odds of me getting a double donger in Mexico? You haven't got a double donger here so in a while, and you had Courtney's mom here. That was going to be that was the time. But Valentine's Day, I think the odds of you getting a double donger are pretty good. All right, I think pretty good. It's nothing fun. spells romance like a threesome. Yeah, it's funny though. Girls spend their whole life. In a relationship, wondering, oh, what do I get him for Christmas? What do I get him for birthday? Yeah, just get him a fucking threesome. It's yeah. free, motherfucker. And it's maybe free. Bake some cookies. He's at Zales, fucking uh, selling blood and fucking plasma to fucking buy you a ring or any fancy bullshit purses. And all you gotta do is just bring home another scallywag. I mean, I didn't say she had to be hot. You know, fucking bring bring one home. And say, hey, we're gonna suck your dick at the same time. Well, guess happy what? Happy anniversary, motherfucker! If any of you guys are near Mexico, you can party with Mike because you're members now, and that goes for Joshua Garcia from Pasadena, Texas. Oh, he, he's on Spanish. Oh, damn, mm-hmm. Texas! He can walk to Mexico. Let's G- party, brother. Giovanni Suarez from Richmond, California. Oh, I thought he I thought he was down down south. It's Suarez sounded a little a little fucking Mexican to me. M- Michael Wathen from Brian or Brian yeah Bryantown, Maryland. 
Uh, Mark Allen from Milton, uh, Washington. Stephen, hold on, pause. Stephen, can you give me a list of the Mexican members of MikeMusic.com? <laughs> I need to send them a text message. Rodrigo Lacerda from Doral, Oh, Florida. he's in Mexico. What? Albert Austin from Fisher, Indiana. Ooh, that's not Justin close. Munji from Austin, Texas. Oh, that's close. Uh, Joe Glassy from Durham, North Carolina. Sonny Jones from Jacksonville, Florida. Scott Moosen from Riverview, Florida. Uh, Kyle Branch from Cent- uh, what is that? Centralia, Illinois. Contact me if you want to go to Mexico. Ryan Strickland from Bonita Springs, Florida. Howie Felter Snatch. Oh, guys. You oh. got me. Was that you, You Steven? got me. That. Oh, that's just somebody? Yeah. Howie Felter Snatch uh, from Pinkerton, Ohio. Josh L. from South Omaha, Nebraska. Ernesto Gomez from Mascot, Florida. Scott Sarapa from Harrington, Kansas. Sometimes, two guys, let me give you a heads up. If your last name ends in a vowel, I read it like you're Spanish, and I don't know where you're from. Like, Scott Sarapa could be, like, Indian, and it could be, like, no, it's Scott Sarapa. I hear all these Spanish names, and they're all fucking in the Midwest. This this guy's name is Ravi Porn. Uh, We got Josh Rossi from Edgewater, Florida. Dan Sauer from Monroe, uh, Indiana. Jacob Chinchar from Zephyr Hills, Florida. Jerob Meingast from... Ducking the Nazis and, and your family. Cancun, Cancun yeah. Mexico. Franksville. Uh, yeah. Jared, my guest, I'm assuming your family fled Germany because you stole a bunch of uh, art and you definitely were Nazis. Uh, Joe Benefield from, what is this, San Augustar, Texas. Jacob Shove from Klamath Falls, Oregon. Gustavo Mendoza from oh, come Concord, on, Mexico, North Mexico. Carolina. Oh, and Kyle Mayberry from Boyertown, Pennsylvania. If any of you find your way to old Mexico town, go find Mike Busey. He's hey, look hanging out over at the My Sharona fat, Hotel. giant-ass head fucking American and a Hawaiian shirt. I stick out. And so does Courtney. Yeah, well, Courtney. I got to talk to Courtney. Like, hey, you can't, get me- you can't get drunk drunk like we get here in America. Oh, that, that, Courtney, that ain't going to be good. At the, at the all-inclusive resort? Oh, God. Courtney going to be fu- You going to be getting punched in the fucking gut. She's going to be like, come on, let's go hang out. You're like, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Courtney, everybody's asleep. Come on, baby. Let's go hang out. And then Courtney's mom's just going to bust in with a machete. Hey, y'all, it's me. I'm home. I'm like, what the fuck, bitch? Damn. God damn. Guys, this might be our last podcast ever if Mike dies in Miguel's Mexico. Miguel's going solo. But uh, I assume it's not. So on behalf of myself, Mike Busey, the whole staff here, the Panther roaming the property. Make sure you Courtney's go to mom. the website and go look at the calendar. We have the entire year's uh, events. We, we changed the family day event to February 26th because it conflicted with Ralphie's birthday. What's the, what can we, you want to read off some of the things that are coming up just yeah. this month? Yeah, I know that this, okay, so I know what we have this month. We have February 19th, we have members meet up over at Epcot for oh, Ralphie's birthday. Drunk around the world at yeah. Epcot. We're all, so if you're a member of MyBC.com, we're going to tell you where to meet at Epcot here at Walt yeah. Disney, Florida. And we're not buying shit. We're not getting you in. We're just but we're hanging up, out. And we're going to fucking get drunk as fuck and probably get kicked out of Disney. Well, also, then, great. then we got February 20th, 7 p.m. at the Orlando Improv. I'm yes, putting yes. a comedy show. The whole crew's coming out. I'm going to put up uh, the information on the Facebook group so that's, this that's week. That's back-to-back. Back-to-back. If you don't die at Epcot, you can die at the Orlando Improv. Yeah, we're going to have a blast. It's, it, I'm hosting a show with some comics I love, some new young guys who are in the game. we got Morgan Gallo. Uh, we've got uh, Dwayne Williams, Sean Madden, Marcus Crespo, and Jeff Kaufman. It's going to be a 
good show. We're going to have a blast with it. And then uh, February 26th, we're doing Family Day at the Sausage Castle from noon to 5 p.m. That is the day where we hide all the dildos and make all the strippers dress like Disney princesses. Yep. And you can bring your kids here. It is fun family uh, times. Uh, we're not like we don't we don't fuck around with it, man. We're not we're not here to embarrass him. We're, we're we're hiding the dildos. We're putting away the guns. We're making it family friendly. Courtney's mom will not be here for it. Hopefully not. Uh, we will have located the panther by this time. <laughs> Hopefully we have, and it'll be a good time. Yeah, we do that every year. Uh, it's something really cool because a lot of the shit we have here yeah. is from a giant, big-headed fucking Peter Pan motherfucker who is a, just a grown child myself. It's a good time. And it, it, it is a, a good time. And it's free babysitting. Yeah. We're not responsible if your kids die or oh, drown no. or get finger cut off. Trust me, you ain't you ain't getting off that easy. Like, if your kid dies, you are fucking totally... We got the Casey Anthony Act. You are totally yeah. responsible. Yeah, like, that's why you yeah. signed the waiver. Yeah, so but, uh, we'll see you then. And we'll then the then. rest hopefully, of the year... Hopefully we'll see some of you guys in Mexico with Mike, man. Yeah, Come hopefully you'll him. show up and you'll... Uh, fucking translate and, and get tequila shots with me and and maybe you'll bring some girls and we can get weird and if you go on mikebusey.com now the rest of the year is up oh just a little heads up first uh first uh event of march march uh fourth we're gonna be at oasis on the river oh wow uh, we're, hosting, burr, 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 burr. we're hosting a spring break throwback party courtney's mom is uh, opening up for a dj nobody special it's gonna hey, be a good it's time me and dj nobody special but guess what i'm also special <laughs> yeah so uh we love you guys thank you so much for listening and uh we'll see you hopefully here at our next event goodbye